two, three, go. Okay. Welcome to Sports Med Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we've had three posts on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. In the first post, we summarized a study where the authors found that high school students that self-reported a concussion in the prior 12 months were more likely to self-report feeling sad or hopeless, suicidal thoughts, and suicide attempts. In the second post, we highlighted the International Society of Sports Nutrition's position stand on probiotics. Finally, in the third post, we reported on a study where the authors concluded that the more concussions a high school student experiences during sport or physical activity, the more likely they are to report symptoms of cognitive impairment or lower academic performance. If we take a closer look at that final study, we find that the authors conducted a cross-sectional data analysis from the 2017 Youth Risk Behavior Survey to examine the relationship between self-reported concussion and self-reported academic grades. The Youth Risk Behavior Survey was sent to a group of public and private high school students that represented students throughout the United States. The survey included a question about the number of times a student experienced a concussion while playing a sport or being physically active in the prior 12 months. A concussion was defined as a blow or jolt to the head that causes problems such as headaches, dizziness, being dazed or confused, difficulty remembering or concentrating, vomiting, blurred vision, or being knocked out. Participants also answered a question about their academic grades during the past 12 months as having mostly A's through having mostly F's. Almost 15,000 students answered the survey. Among them, about 15% of all high school students reported at least one concussion during the past 12 months. Students who self-reported a concussion were more likely to report symptoms of cognitive impairment, such as having difficulty concentrating, remembering, or making decisions, than someone without a concussion, regardless of sex or athlete-non-athlete status. The authors also found that the more concussions a student reported, the more likely they were to report symptoms of cognitive impairment. Finally, students who reported no concussions had a higher self-reported GPA than a student who reported a single or two or more concussions. Overall, the study was interesting because it was the first to examine how concussions relate to grades among high school students. The authors found that student-athletes who had a concussion within the prior 12 months had a lower GPA than students who reported no concussion. It is important to recognize that while this study should raise a red flag, it cannot tell us whether a concussion can cause a decrease in GPA or cognitive impairment because it's possible that these students already had a lower GPA before the concussion. In the future, prospective studies may help us understand how a concussion relates to short-term and long-term changes in academic performance. Despite this limitation, clinicians and educators should recognize that concussions may relate to cognitive or classroom performance. Furthermore, we should educate patients to let us know if their grades are dropping after a concussion 
so we can have the sports medicine team and educators work with them to address their decline in the classroom. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses available through the Human Kinetics website. We'll have links to our summaries and the courses on our new website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one.